What's going on, y'all? I'm Brad. I'm Jeremy. And uh, we've been talking about things concerning reconciliation for a long time now. 20 years now. I'm white. I'm black. And we thought if we talked together about it in podcast form, it might serve some people. So let's, let's do talk it. about it. Broken and different. That's what we are. That's us. Blinded by chasing heaven's brightest star. Sun. We going towards him. We run with limps. We got, if got, you got, respond got, accordingly, you'll learn to hobble with, hobble with till we find where glory be. What glory at? No pros or experts on this That's journey. We are just learning how Jesus, Jesus makes art out of our life's debris. Hey, Brad. What's going on, Jeremy? Not much, man. So a couple weeks ago, I was in Manila with our our. Uh, Manila Underground friends, there you go, mentors, and we we took a bunch of network directors over there, uh, put them in the slum communities. Basically, said Manila is your prayer room. Discern the voice of God in this context, these among these people, among okay. this culture. Powerful time. Uh, one of our mentors came and joined us for an evening class. Attorney Chu, uh, he's an Asian intellectual attorney, church planner. Yeah. Um, Basically, he's amazing, and he mentioned a few things that, uh, to be honest, I, I hadn't quite heard it like that. I, had, you know, hadn't quite processed it like that, and just wanted to get your feedback on it. So, so one of the things he was talking about was, you know, dealing with your cultural biases. He's, you know, he, he's, he's an Asian man, Filipino. Uh, the way he teaches, it, to me, is very Asian. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so I, I can't even imitate the way he talked about it. It's just like he would say things, but there's gaps in between what he was saying. Where it was like, you you got to figure it out mm-hmm. between the things I'm saying. You know, mm-hmm. you got to own your understanding of the subject material. It's very very fascinating Good. the way he was teaching, the way he was engaging the material. But he but essentially what I want to talk with you about is he said, um, and, and this again, this is my my. Americanized summarization <laughs> of of what he what he was talking about. He said, "You know, you can't help but be American. <laughs> you 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 can't come into these slums. You can't come to my people. You can't come into this nation. Uh, and you can't help but share an Americanized gospel. Yeah, you know, you can't help but share a discipleship program that is American. You know, I know you're going to use the Bible." And I know it's going to have gospel truths to it. So he's not saying it's untrue, he's, but he's saying yeah. it comes in American clothes. You know, materialism, the, politis, you know, the political nature, of, you know, how, how we think about things, uh, you know, the uh, whatever, the radical individualism, yeah. you know, all those things. Uh, and, and so he said, you know, he, he was saying this is going to happen. And it should happen, which I was like, that's interesting, because a yeah. lot of times we say, well, we got to get rid of our biases. And he's like, mm-hmm. he's basically like, you can't do that. You know, so stop trying, stop trying to pretend like you're going to get rid of your American biases. No matter what, it's going to come out. You know, yeah. that's what we're going to hear. It's going to come out. And maybe it should. And he goes, and that's still a gift to share the bridge diagram, which is a very Western way of talking about the yeah. gospel. Right. He goes, that's how I got saved. Okay. Yeah. It is a gift. 
And then he goes, but if we stop there, that's not great. What you also need to do is share your gift, which is going to have your implicit biases. It's going to teach us an Americanized discipleship. But what you also need to give as a gift is the defeaters to those biases. You need to also teach us and empower us with the critical thinking to look at the materialism, to see where the individuality is coming out, to then honor, okay, we have a collective mindset. Yeah. And that is also in the kingdom. Mm. You need to equip us, not just with your gift and what you have to give as far as the gospel and discipleship and yeah. those type of things, but also give us the gift of being able to defeat those biases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I had never really heard of it like that. Usually it's you know, typically in kind of mission circles. It's you got to get rid of, you know, don't colonize, get rid of your biases, that type of thing. And he was just kind of like, mm, you can't do it. So, but what you can do is own the fact that you need to then also equip people with the defeater. He called it the, the defeaters, yeah. you know. Um, so any, I, I just thought that was really interesting. You know, we've talked about decentering whiteness. Yeah. That type of dynamic. That was, you know, that was flowing through my mind. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And, um, you know, a, way, a new way to think about it and the fact that I would have to own it. So I don't put it on him to figure out how to defeat my biases. I still have to grow in my own awareness of my biases. Yeah. But recognize I may not be able to ever get rid of them. So then I have to equip the person to then defeat my biases. Yep. While still giving the gift of the bridge yeah, diagram, man, that's good. you know. So anyway, man, just feedback up for a few minutes. Yeah, on that. yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a amazing idea. Maybe a prophetic solution for us in the West, who, uh, and, and even for our context, where we're trying to uh, empower missionaries in a bunch of different contexts. Um, that feels like a prophetic solution because we want to bring our full selves. We even have a theology where we say, like, we carry the image of God in us. He's made us unique. Yeah. Um, uh, and so we need to bring our full selves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and and depending on who you are, as you come into to different spaces, uh, and if you feel like you're the majority culture or you feel like you're the oppressive gender, you can feel like, oh, I need to hold back. Or sometimes the message mm-hmm. can feel mm-hmm. like, not just decenter me as the mm-hmm. oppressor, mm-hmm. but eradicate me. Eradicate me. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's right. But uh, it seems like what Attorney Chu is saying. No, no, no. Decenter by giving defeaters, yes. and that's 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 a just good advice. I, I think mm-hmm. for any missionary, that way you can bring the fullness with confidence in what the Spirit is doing through you. You can bring that the fullness of of that to the table while making sure your cultural biases um, don't uh, interfere with the authentic message of whatever piece of the gospel you're bringing. Mm-hmm. So that's really helpful to me as I, as mm-hmm. I, as I kind of deal with this, uh, this idea, because for me, the, in, in the U.S., the black, the black uh, diaspora mm-hmm. is very mm-hmm. complex. Yes. And then on college campuses where, I, where most of my ministry is done, the uh, the diversity of sexuality, mm-hmm. of ethnic identities, of majors and minors, the the diversity of life situations, um, is really helpful to to, to I, what I hear Attorney Chu simply saying is have the humility and self awareness mm-hmm. um, to preach 
uh, a word or to teach something in a way that allows everyone to digest it, mm-hmm. not to become like you, but to come like right. God. Right, that's the key, him. right? So implicit in what he's saying is whatever you're preaching is going to carry with itself saying, I'm not saying be like me. I'm not saying this is normal, you know? Yeah. I'm just saying, to my understanding, this is the gospel, which is going to have capitalism all all up in there it. There it is. There you know? it is. It's going to have materialism all up in it. Yeah. It's going to have individualism all up in it, you know? Yeah. It's going to have cognitive spirituality all up in it. Yeah. You know? And as an Asian, he's like, you understand all of that is foreign to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. all of it. Yeah. But I still need to hear it. Yeah. And I thank God for this gift. Yeah. But I also need to know I don't need to become American. Yeah. I don't need to become rich. I don't need to become a capitalist. Yeah. To follow Jesus. I, I just, man, how would that, I, that, that just would change a lot of the ways in which we communicate. I just think about for, for myself, if I'm, you know, if I just stick to the gospel or how I share it, I, I'm going to land, I'm probably more than likely going to land on like an individual call, but. Mm-hmm. How much more powerful if when I'm preparing, I'm thinking about what are my biases? Oh, mm-hmm. people have families. Mm-hmm. And I need households. to consider households yeah. and families. Yep. Um, and my call includes that. Like, how much more powerful would that be for someone who uh, is an internet, for me in my context, an international student uh, from yep. a collectivistic yep. culture, mm-hmm. or for somebody who just has a heavy family culture that they come from? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I, and it for me, which is a big thing for me, it takes me away from the idolatry of the speaker. A lot of times, the person yes. who's speaking, folk can feel like, oh, how they said you should respond mm-hmm. is like the way. Yeah. Whether they know they're doing it or not, that can of that can happen. Yep. Yep. Uh, but this helps us intentionally get them away from that, push yeah. them away from that to say, mm-hmm. no, this is how I'm experiencing this. Mm-hmm. This is how the Lord is speaking to mm-hmm. me in this. But here are the, the ways, like the other ways that it can be thought about mm-hmm. or some things, some questions you should think about. Totally. So, so it makes me wonder, how, how do I actually, and he didn't really get into this, this aspect. He's just like, you guys need to, I mean, in some ways he's like, you have to figure this out because I don't know how you're going to create defeaters for your culture because I'm not, I'm yep. Filipino, mm-hmm. you know. But he was saying, as I go into the slum communities, he's, he's a tax attorney. He's highly, highly educated, both him and his wife. So he goes into the Islam communities, very poor, very uneducated. You know, um, they just come from a different place. So he's also thinking about this for himself. Yeah. As he goes and plants churches in the poorest of the poor communities, how does, how does he share Jesus, share life, but also at the same time, you know, uh, give defeaters? for yeah. his own his own biases so but he's like i don't have solutions for you all i can say is this is how i'm trying to do it in my yes space for me yeah you have to figure it out for you but it, it does make me wonder about like uh you know as a speaker so if you're speaking you know carrying the humility where you know sometimes speakers can kind of like wag the finger a little bit mm-hmm. you need to xyz mm-hmm. you know but if you realize your X, Y, Z, you know, is a possibility of living yeah. in Christ, but also carries with it things that are not also in the kingdom, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so maybe the finger wag stops, you know, yeah. you still share the X, Y, Z, but you know, there's no, there's no demanding of the audience anymore yeah. to basically be like you. 
That's mm-hmm. that's one thing where you go, you know. But then also, hey guys, this is just one way. There's other there's other other ways. That, that's complicated when you're speaking because you don't want to muddy the waters too much because so that, that can the, confuse an audience. That's the interesting well. like, thing. Are you saying capitalism or socialism? You know. <laughs> and if you're in America, in certain places, it's like, did you just say communism? Because you know, and they'll freak out and say communism's of the enemy. It's like sure. You know, there's a lot of Christians that have been communists. <laughs> it's just the political system. I don't want your emails, by the way. No emails. No, no emails. <laughs> I, I, but it. The thing is, is like, what is the gospel? Is it communist? Is it socialist? I think right. it's neither. I no, think it's right. none of it. That's is right. It, is it your American democratic system? No, nope. it's not no, that it's either. It's something totally different. It's. I think that actually the kingdom lies in the gaps of our questions. Mm-hmm. And so I think oh, a, you could tweet that. I think attorney true pushes <laughs> us towards that direction. And me and you've talked about this. Yeah. We, as we've done talks and helped each other, it's like, we need to come with something concrete. Mm-hmm. And now attorney true is making us think, actually, there are probably some times where you just need to come to a question. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of times I, I find myself when I'm preparing for things, I find myself, coming to a question and then trying to figure out how is this concrete? How is this concrete? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I'm learning, I'm learning mm-hmm. that it's okay to just come up with questions. Maybe one of the greatest responses to a talk I've had was a friend say, man, Brad, when you talk, I think I have more questions than answers. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, I think that's it. Cause that, when you have questions after I talk, that means I haven't given the answers that Jesus, probably Jesus needs to give. Yeah. Unless it's something that he gave. Yeah. Right, like yeah, yeah he, I mean, that doesn't mean you you can Jesus. never you can never have like some concrete <clears throat> thing. But that defeater, man, that defeater. If I'm going to tell you, look, you need to have grace. That means you need to forgive your closest friend. Right. I may mm-hmm. need to give you a defeater that says, but that that might not be for you. It might not just be a friend. It might be a people. Yeah. It might be mm-hmm. a family member. Mm-hmm. Um, this is how I'm entering into it. Mm-hmm. Some of you may need to seek, like have the boldness like we talked about in a previous pocket to step in to like pursue forgiveness where somebody needs to ask you for forgiveness yeah um yeah, but yeah, yeah I, I just those defeaters giving those defeaters man that yeah. that is a good thing to carry with you in your back pocket yeah as be you, thinking about that yeah. right I, and i love the you have to own it yep you know and and i know for majority culture sometimes we can struggle with like somebody needs to teach me mm-hmm. somebody needs to teach me tell me teach me I do think there's moments where it's like, that's true because that's actually an act of submission. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, please teach me. I need to submit. But there's also this, I also need to like own my own education. Own your own self-awareness. Yep. Yep. And so pressing in and saying, you know, if I'm going to be preaching the gospel, I also need to be growing in my self-awareness. How's my gospel tainted? It's Jesus plus something else, mm. plus other things, plus my culture, plus my political viewpoints plus my uh, country's history plus my my wounds you yeah. know <laughs> yep. i was talking to a brother last night and he was just like jeremy it's all about healing it's all about healing and i'm like i mean maybe you know <laughs> like yes it is if you mean healing as redemption mm. you know then you're absolutely right but you're framing it that way because that's re- that's really your experience, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But that's not that doesn't necessarily transcend everywhere. And I said, man, I would I would be cautious 
to talk to a rapist and say it's all about healing. Mm. I would probably say to them, it, it's, it's really about repentance and you crying for a minute. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, and then the person that raped, it is all about healing for yeah, them. Yeah, you know? Yeah. So, like, yeah. the way I would frame that. But so we, it was really interesting, you know, kind of discussion. So, yeah, yeah. you know, you're, you're framing it because of your own experience. And so that self-awareness to go, I, I'm, I'm digging deeper into my own biases, my own wounds, my own intellect or whatever it is and realizing, you know, um, I know for me, you know, there's the, uh, the part of my, my journey. So I have a particular IQ, particular intellect, education, reading capacity. And I was talking to a brother yesterday. This dude was blown my mind. Not really educated, been in the system. I think he was in the system 14 years, mm. you know. And um, <clears throat> if I have in my mind, you can only understand and come to the knowledge of God through theology, intellect, reading. You can only know how to obey Jesus. Um, you basically got to be like me, right? Mm-hmm. And this dude can't do that. But man, hearing his testimony, man, God is teaching him stuff truths like deep truths about his presence and deep theology where i'm like he has no book reference for that you know yeah. what i'm saying like he has no footnote for that truth yeah but god is like pre like speaking oh yeah deep deep stuff to him and i'm like man if i carry with this bias like you got to read 15 books to come to is. a truth about god there it is then this excludes this. Like he can never. Then he has to be reliant on me. He can only know God through someone like me, mm-hmm. which that's all kinds of problems because he's also not white. Problems. A lot of problems. <laughs> There's a all kinds of layers of there. But if I could say, man, you know stuff about God that I actually don't know. Yep. And you're coming to conclusions, truth conclusions, theological conclusions about God, in a completely different path, you know, and that needs to be elevated recognized and even to say there's ways that intellect can get into in the way of understanding a truth about God and we see that all the time on the college campuses and around us you know yeah. you read all kinds of books and it's like half of them are foolish you know <laughs> they're not actually saying truth about God mm. so to me that's just the self-awareness to say man you're coming to this truth you got no footnotes but I see it as truth I acknowledge it as truth and I recognize in my own life there's there's limitations to the ways i come to those truths yeah because i come through book or intellect yeah. or logic yeah. or something like that you know yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah anyways all that's kind of coming together for me in, in this conversation yeah man yeah i think what i take from uh this if i had to speak to folk who look like me um so speaking from my own self-awareness it is to in the diversity of the black community, it is to know like what are your defeaters that you need to carry. As African American man, there's a lot of things I need to carry in my back pocket because as I talk to somebody who is from Africa, so African mm-hmm. national, mm-hmm. or somebody who's Caribbean, uh, somebody who's Afro Latino, uh, there's a way in which I experience the history of America and the current America. Um, that's very different from them. There's a mm-hmm. way in which socially mm-hmm. I engage my context differently. 
And I need to understand that. And so when I'm speaking to them, I have these ways in which if I communicate the truth of grace, um, my grace, when I, if, I had, if I'm thinking from an ethnic-specific or racial-specific, mm-hmm. my grace includes a history of, uh, of, of race and racism and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, but somebody from the Caribbean, you may have your, your history goes back to your, your island. And, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you come into this history, but the way you engage it and the way you need to show grace is different. And my defeaters, as I teach grace, has to include that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then also, as a person of color, I just think, understand that when you read books by white mm-hmm. authors, when you are in sermons or trainings to understand one thing that you might need to carry with you is the questions as they teach you things. Uh, uh, So even if they are not self-aware and caring defeaters, you have some that you think you can ask yourself in order to take that word and correctly apply it um, in a way that's uh, that uh, it, 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 it is good for, your context, your your identity, mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. how God is speaking to you, um, where it's not because it's usually if it's somebody that's different from you, it's usually not a one to one exchange. Um, yeah, that's right. Uh, and you need to have those questions that you're going to ask in order to apply yeah. it right. Yeah, yeah. And and what was so beautiful about him was Attorney Chu was um, how he was like, "Thank you, Americans, for coming and giving me the bridge diagram." When yeah. I was a student. Thank you. And I'm also still not going to be American. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. It was it was like a it was a beautiful moment to, of like I'm not going to negate the gift. But I'm also not going to like imitate it completely. Mhm. You know. And so that's I think that's really beautiful. I think my call you know to folks is that self-awareness, owning that, and and really trying to press into that, especially if you're a teacher. I think that's part of the burden of being a teacher. Yep. This is just another way to frame it and to say, okay, I need to decenter myself, mm-hmm. whatever self means for you, yes, and put Jesus back at the center. But that means equipping people to understand what you're saying and and understand their own context, asking more questions, yeah. and maybe giving the the finger wag answers. Yeah, so yeah. That's that's where I would land. That's great, man. Awesome. God bless you guys. Yeah.